Good afternoon, everybody. Hi, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday it is. It's a good day. Yes. Welcome to Live at Noon from our living room. <clears throat> um, we're excited to be with you this morning. Yes. Um, and just if you're new watching this, we just really want to connect with God during this time. He's given us of isolation, of not being able to congregate. Uh, with everyone in the building, um, God laid it on our hearts to continue to, to to fellowship, continue to pray, continue to worship together corporately. Um, so um, this morning we we we're just gonna enter into the presence of God, and uh, that that's our focus. Whether we have a message, whether we have a plan, means really nothing. Um, so just enter in. To the presence of God with us, wherever you're at. Hello, everyone that's watching. Claudia, Colby, Sister Maribel. Um, thank you all for for tuning in. <clears throat> Let's pray. Father God, thank you for another day that we can wake up and serve you and worship you. Thank you for your mercies today. Uh, mercies are new every morning, and today we receive the new mercy of God in our lives, in our situations, in our homes. I pray for every person right now viewing. I pray for everyone that's going to enter into your presence, Father God. First, I pray that your presence be in every home, Father God. Let your presence reign in every home, in every situation, Father God. And let us just focus on you. Let us focus on you as we seek your face, as we just commune and dine with you, Father God. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Let's just praise him, church. In the splendor of the King
never stop working We give it all, we give it all We give it all, we give it all, we give it all, we give it all We lay it all down I give you everything 
to him. He wants to move on your life. He wants to be lifted high in your life for his glory. For his glory. Now the Spirit of the Lord is with us. The Spirit of the Lord is with us. The Spirit of the Lord is Oh, 
say, so be it in Jesus' name. Oh, so be it in Jesus' name. So be it in Jesus' name. So be it in Jesus' name. For his glory, for his glory, for his glory, for his glory. because you gave yours. Words cannot express, but right now we give you our devotion. We give you our attention. We give you our hearts. We give you our minds. We give you our emotions. We give you everything, nothing less. And I pray for every home, Father God, that your presence would be what is highest in every home Father God. Let your presence reign above it all. Above it all. Above all circumstance. Above all trouble. Above all rebellion. 
I pray for a peace that surpasses all understanding. Confuse us with your love, Father God. Let us sit in the night and wonder how could you love us like this so that our lives would give you glory, so that our families would give you glory, so that our situations would give you glory. Thank you for your spirit, Lord. Thank you for your spirit. You said greater things would we do in Jesus' name. And right now we speak to dry bones to come to life. We speak to sickness to shrivel up and die. We speak to all disease shrivel up and die. We speak to all mental illness shrivel up and die. We curse everything that Satan puts his hand to. In Jesus' name, the blood of Jesus, we curse what Satan does. We curse what Satan does. We tread on the serpent and the scorpion in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we love you, Father. We love you, Father. And we speak to all trauma right now. You must flee. You must flee. The remains of trauma must go right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. name. Let our faith rise, Father. Let our faith rise, Father. Come on, say it to him. Everything and nothing left forever. Everything and nothing left. My life is yours completely. Okay. It's funny. 
that Priscilla said this, well, God said this, and he confirmed it because this morning Priscilla went for a run, and and I took advantage, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to connect with God and blast the music and just kind of have that one-on-one -on -one time. We do it together, and that's good, but it's always most important to do it one-on-one -on -one with God. Yes. And if you noticed, my beard's a little um, gone. It looks so good. <laughs> but, but... What God showed me this morning is that he's going to refresh. And he, he told me over my life, go and shave your beard as a prophetic sign of being renewed and refreshed. And it's not coincidence that during worship, I know Priscilla has something to share that God showed her earlier today. But it's not a coincidence that the Lord said that we're going to be renewed. And I believe that because he confirmed it, I, initially I just took it for my life, that he was gonna refresh things and he was gonna renew things. But I feel that this is a, a corporate moment as well, that the Spirit of God is saying is going to happen. I don't know if you feel led to prophetically do something in your life, whether it be shave your beard or, I don't know, shave your head or your eyebrows if you want, it's okay, you know, just in the Spirit prophetically do something to renew and refresh in as an offering and and in people laugh but shaving my beard is kind of an offering because I love having a beard I I don't like shaving I don't like maintaining that I just have better things to do in life and um, I think if you give an offering to the father for refreshment and being renewed God's going to supply every need. Now, I didn't shave my face and then start floating. No, it's not. You know, God knows what he's doing. And he, I just got to be obedient. And so I wanted to kind of add to what Priscilla was saying because that's what the Lord spoke to me in the morning. So I believe that it's for you too. I believe that whatever situation you're in, God is going to renew and refresh it. Whatever situation that seems stale, right? Maybe it's marriage. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's church. Maybe you're sick and tired of church, right? Because that happens. And God wants to renew and bring us back to our first love. Yes. And so prophetically in Jesus' name, and let's just pray. In Jesus' name, Father God, we speak over every situation, everything that's dead and dry, Father God. We bring back to life in Jesus' name, Father God. And I pray, Lord, for every person viewing, Father God, to receive the newness of God right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. Receive the newness of God, Father God. Give us visions and dreams, Father God. So that we can see what you want us to see. And we can hear what you want us to hear. And we can ultimately do what you want us to do, yes. Father God. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, church. God is so good. Yes, he is. I, I love, I, I have something else completely different that God showed me. Um, but today, I went for a run. Um, and I love going on runs because I love going outside. And I feel like God really just talks to me and just like outpours while I'm running. But today, um, he kept telling me, run your own race. And I, I used to run like years ago. Um, in my 20s, I could, two weeks I would be really, really good. But now in my 30s, I'm like, woo, it's taking me a little bit longer. It's in like three or four weeks. Thinking that I was gonna be in like 
great shape, top shape, running um, great time. And this morning, God was just reminding me that, hey, you need to slow down and take it easy. Um, because the bottom of my calf's kind of sore. And I'm like, okay, the competitive person in me would be like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'll rest it and stretch it later. But God kept talking to me and was like, you need to take it easy. You need to stop comparing yourself to other people on the course. And you need to run your own race. And he was just telling me this in life. We're all on this path and we're all on the same course. And we're all doing life together. But we're all at different phases in our life. Some of us are beginners in running. Some of us are coming back to running after years like me. And God's saying to me, listen to the Holy Spirit. Don't get ahead of yourself. Don't get ahead of me. And slow down and stop comparing. And the whole run, we were just having this conversation. I'm like, no, I feel pretty good. It hurts a little bit. But he was saying, no, slow down. And one of the fastest ways of discouraging ourselves or yourselves is getting trapped into sin of envy, of comparing ourselves with other people. And I kept comparing myself with people on the course, like, oh, I can totally outrun her or I can totally outrun him. And God could say, no, sometimes we need to be still. Sometimes we need to slow down in our walk. Sometimes God wants to show us something in our walk. And sometimes it's okay to be still. It's okay to slow down. It's okay to walk and then run. It's okay to walk, run, jog. It's okay because in this process, God is growing us. God is training us in all of this. And God has a specific plan for all of us. For each and every one of us, it's different. I can't run Abraham's race. He can't run mine. We have different running patterns. I, when I'm starting to, or to run again, I like to walk, run, walk, run. And he just likes to run it through. We all have different ways of how we finish the course, how we start the race, how we go about this walk with God. And God gave me Galatians 6 verses 4 through 5. And it says, Let everyone be devoted to fulfill the work God has given them to do with excellence. And their joy will be in doing what's right and being themselves and not in being affirmed by others. Every believer is ultimately responsible for his or her own conscience. And that just really just spoke to me because we need to count our blessings. I can't count Abraham's blessings. I can't count Suli's blessings. I can't count other people's blessings. I need to count my blessings. I need to count the things that God has done for me. I need to be thankful for the blessings God has given me, not Abraham. And some, I can't, um, the other day we were having a conversation and about anointings, about I can't just like tag along on his anointing. I can't tag along on his thing. It takes hard work. It takes hard work in this walk with Christ. Some days it's not easy. Some days we need to slow down. Some days we need to walk. Sometimes we need to stop. Some days we have to stay at home and God just wants to minister to us. And I was just writing in my notes that 
Let God take control of your life. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, to guide you every step of the path, every step of the run that you're on. It doesn't matter if you're walking, running, sprinting. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. And do not give Satan any opportunity to take those blessings from you, to instill discouragement in your head because the enemy's gonna want to discourage you. The enemy's gonna want to try to, you know, come in any way it wants to. But we, as Christians, can't allow the enemy to have an opportunity to discourage us for what God has called us, what God has a purpose, what God has blessings for. And it kind of confirmed it with what God was saying in worship, how he wants to renew and he wants to restore us. Because maybe some of it, this week has been a crazy week for me. I really have been dealing with really bad um, insomnia. I've never had uh, bad sleeping before, but for the past three, four weeks, I haven't been able to sleep. I've tried everything. Teas, uh, lavender oils I put to bed, and everyone's like, what's that song? Like, it's lavender, I'm trying to relax. I knock out, obviously. He does. <laughs> I'm but, drugged up because of her. But it takes me like three, four hours, and, and even the sleep is not like real rest. So it's been just one thing after another, but God today just reminded me, run your own race, Priscilla. We need to run our own race at our own pace because the Holy Spirit's gonna guide us. It's gonna direct us where we need to be, how we need to proceed, how to walk out this life and this path that God has called us to. I think, I think it's super good you know what you're saying and and you know I I look at it like as a couple you know um, my life has I've grown up in church I've grown up in ministry I know how things work I know how to you know how to talk to pastors and then how to talk to youth and then how to talk to regular people right um, because of so many years in that environment and and then as a as since we started this church the labor has been consistent and you know it's it's important and what i'm trying to say is for especially for couples and singles actually anyone in reality you have your pace and it's hard especially if you're the the one that can last longer and run faster and do more it's difficult to look at your partner and, and accept what they're doing if it's less, right? And at the same time, the person running slower or doing less, they, they fall into a big trap if, if they don't take care of their spiritual life because they say, I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. And shame and all of this condemnation starts to fall in. And we've experienced this and we still battle with that today. As a single person, in my life, what, what I focused on was setting my own pace. Setting my own pace. And okay, this is my life. This is how I am. And I think God said, okay, you've set your pace. Now you're prepared. But not. Because when you think you have it figured out, all of a sudden you get married. And you have this pace. And then things slow down. Or speed up. Or whatever it may be. I think that... One of the 
one of the factors that we have to consider when considering one another is fruit, right? The Bible says that you know them by their fruit. So Priscilla might run a thousand times faster than I do. Which I do. No, I'm joking. She, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> We're competitors. No. I might run longer. But is her life producing fruit? And is my life producing fruit? We can't put pressure on each other to do what the other person is not called to do. And it might not be forever that they're not called to do it. But that's a hard one for us because I'm used to, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's do, let's do, let's do. I don't get tired. I see people that say, oh, I'm exhausted. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> you know? I don't drink. I even cut back on coffee. I thought I was wired for life. But no, I'm just used to that pace. And so it took a long time for me to understand and we haven't even been married a long time, but I think 90% of our relationship, our marriage, I've had to come to terms that she has a different pace. And barely, I think, I'm starting to recognize, okay, that's her pace. Shut up, Abraham. He's off. Do what you gotta do. Keep going the way you gotta go. She's going her pace. And then when I see that she's got fruit in her life, I'm saying, God, you're in control. This is about me I need to be fixed right now I have an attitude I'm comparing myself to her saying I do a lot more no I need to kill my pride and my arrogance do you, I hope that you're following me because I, I know that every uh, marriage especially in ministry faces this we compete with each other or we compete with the people around us in the church at work and we start to and we talk about it I talk about it all the time Instagram, Facebook, all that social media, we compare and compete with everything that, that is in our circle. And God wants us to just be unique because he's made us unique. Yes. God wants us to be united. And it, and it talks about it in the Bible. One person might be the arm, one might be the foot, one might be the different members of the body. But without each member, we are useless. And so it's important to, to know, to, to figure out your pace as a person. And then maybe as a family, figure out your pace. And then, but ultimately in the church, we got to figure out the pace. There's going to be people like apostles, right? They go and take the word. They go and deliver the word. Then there's the prophets, that speak then there's the pastors you know we got to see that the that God has created this thing that we call Christianity in in uh, in the likeness of a family a healthy family where we have different um, giftings we have different abilities we have different callings but we're all running the same race we're all going to the same place with the same goal with the same mission so Find out what your role is. And if you know your role, maybe you need to slow your role, right? I'm, I feel like WWE right now. <laughs> you, not necessarily with yourself. I've been told so many times, hey, take it easy, take it easy. That's my pace. I have to answer for, to God for what I do. I can't 
I can't view my brother, my sister, my wife through my idea of what it should be. I have to understand that as long as there's fruit, they're running their race. They have to understand that as long as there's fruit, I'm running my race. So run your race, yes, but now question yourself and say, is there fruit in my life? Is what I am doing producing any fruit? At all times, we, we're, we're not a tree that is only in season once a year. We're always in season. As creatures of God, as children of God, we're always in season. But if there's no fruit, then something's wrong. If there's no fruit, then there's, there's something missing. And, and we like to say, I'm waiting on God. We like to say that, um, you know, my time will come. Fruit is fruit. The size of the fruit, maybe, if we want to start talking about good and big, big callings and small callings, I don't believe in that. But, but the, the, um, the level of fruit that we produce is, is always going to be different. Some seasons we're going to produce great amounts of fruit. Some seasons it's just a time to sit with God, but the fruit of our life will still be there. Mm -hmm. So question yourself, am I producing fruit right now? In every area, I think we have to look at the categories of our lives. In my job, am I producing fruit? And spiritual fruit, is, is my job making me angry, uh, depressed, exhausted, is, or is it, is it making me uh, flourish in God? Is it allowing me to give to the people in need? Is it allowing me to take care of my family? And it's a, it's a pleasure, right? It's a pleasure to have the job. And it's something to consider. I'm not saying go quit your job. But I think that internally, we need to turn the, the light switch on of, of joy. I don't think it's what it's our job that brings us joy. I think it's the fact that we do everything with God in mind, whether that's filing paperwork or uh, connecting wires or plumbing and draining the, the sewer or working with people or being a nurse or a doctor or a police officer. Those all can be horrible jobs depending on your outlook. A waiter, a all every job can is negative in, if you think about it in a negative way but are you being thankful to God that he's provided are you seeing every opportunity that he's giving you to connect a wire as a blessing in someone else's life as a seed right these are things that we have to um, consider as children of God we're all called to the same thing in reality we, we are all called for the same mission, and that's to seek and save the lost. The Great Commission, right? Go ye thereforth and make disciples, right? That's our overall commission. We all have different giftings, worship, dance, uh, prayer, intercession, whatever it may be. But is your life producing fruit? Ask yourself that. I have to ask myself that. And run your race. Run your race. Don't run my race. Don't run her race. Run your race. And let's not compete with each other. Let's encourage each other. Yes. Let's be there for each other. I think that says volumes. If, if we were to do this, and I say if we were because we're not. 
as Christians, as a corporate body, we're not doing this. There might be 10 people in a church of 2,000 that do it or 100 people or whatever it may be. But overall, we need to do this. We need to understand it. And it starts with me in my house. And it starts with you in your house. That's really it. From there, we'll build. And, and we will grow, not just uh, the churches or, or anything, but spiritually, we'll grow. We will grow. We will advance into what God has. So always be thankful, family. Always be grateful for what God has done and where God has you in the moment. Always. And that's, that's the attitude to have, thankfulness. The attitude of gratitude, as a lot of people say, right? But being thankful for what God has given you, for what God has done in your life, and for where you're at. And then ask Him, where do you want me to go? What do I need to do? How do I need to, to walk this walk? It's individual. It's all personal. It's all you and God. And then what we do is encourage the rest. We encourage everybody. Like I hope we're doing for you now. I hope we're just encouraging you to serve God um, so that God can get glory out of your life, so that God can get glory out of our lives and, and we can bring more people. We can go make more disciples and more disciples and more disciples. And the message of Jesus will reach the world. Amen. Amen. So we want to pray, church. Um, we want to take this time. I don't know. Did you want to add anything else? No. Let's take this time and let's just pray. Um, for for your needs I'll, I'll read this to you in regards to prayer in acts uh in acts 12 um herod just murdered uh james in acts 12 and he put peter in prison and the disciples and the followers of jesus they went into mary's house and they had a prayer meeting and Later on, if you read in, in Acts 12, it talks about how an angel came into prison where Peter was and the chains fell off of his hands. And 16 guards that were in charge of, of guarding Peter were clueless to the idea that Peter just walked out of the jail. So prayer is essential to this walk. The, the disciples and the followers of Jesus, they, they weren't planning uh, Peter's escape. They weren't planning, um, a, they weren't coming up with a plan to get him out of jail or pay bail or gathering money or, or anything like that. They were praying. They set their focus on God and said, God, we know that you can deliver Peter. And so right now... <clears throat> Um, we ask that you send us your prayer request because we know that as we pray corporately with each other in the same spirit in unity, that God will deliver us. God will take us from the jail. God will take us from the prison that we're in. God will take us out of the situation that we're in and he will deliver us. So as we pray for some generic things, I'm going to ask Priscilla to pray. Um, just send us your prayer request. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for today, Lord. Thank you for each and every person, Father God. 
viewing, Father God, at their home, Father God. We cover each and every one, Father God, with the blood of the Lamb from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet, Father God. We cover their families, Lord, their children, Father God, their extended family, Father God, with the blood of the Lamb from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet, Father God. We pray, Father God, for a renewing, Father God, today, Father God, that you said, Father God, today is a day of renewing, Lord, that today is a day of um, refreshment, Father God, that today is a day, Father God, of strengthening, Father God, that today is a day, Father God, that you're lifting this up, Father God, that you are pouring out, Father God, your love and your glory, Lord, your joy and your peace, Lord, upon us, Father God. So today, Father God, as a body, Father God, we pray, Father God, and we stand on your word, Lord, we stand on your promise, Father God, that there will be refreshment, Father God, there will be renewing, Father God, in our lives, Lord, in each and every one of us, Father God, that whatever situation, whatever circumstance, Lord, that we are facing, Father God, that you, Lord, are lifting us up, Father God, that you, Lord, are refreshing us, Father God, that you are renewing us, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for your promise, Lord. We thank you for your word, Father God. We pray, Father God, for each and every home, Father God. We cover each and every home, Lord, with your blood, Father God. We cover every door, every window, Lord, with your blood, Father God. Every room, Father God. Every area, Father God. The backyard, the front yard, Lord, the garage, Lord, with your blood, Father God. We pray, Holy Spirit, to guide and lead each one of us. Lead us, Lord. Guide us, Holy Spirit, on what our pace is, where you want us to be what you want us to listen to, how you want us to speak, direct us on the path that you have placed us on. Father God, today we pray for each and every essential worker, Father God, for the government, healthcare, Lord, uh, sheriffs, Lord, uh, government, cops, city workers, Father God, all essential workers, Father God, we cover them, Lord, with your blood, Father God, with the blood of the Lamb on the top of their head, down to the soles of their feet, Father God, and we pray, Lord, strength, Lord, we pray, Father God, for you, Lord, to give them strength, Father God, to give them strength, Lord, and renew them, Father God, renew them, Lord, and refresh them, Father God, we break every spirit of doubt, Lord, every spirit of unbelief, every spirit of infirmity, Father God, every spirit, Lord, that's not of you, every spirit of depression, Lord, every spirit of stress, Lord, every spirit of anxiety, Father God, every um, spirit of torture, Father God, and torment, Father God, we break it at the root in Jesus' name, Lord, and we lose, Lord, the spirit of refreshment, Lord, spirit of renewness, Father God, love, Lord, joy, Father God, the spirit of healing, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for all the essential workers, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for what they are doing, Lord, we thank you, Lord, we give you all the honor and all the glory, Father God, Lord, we pray for all the churches, Father God, all the pastors, Lord, all the leaders, Lord, all the elders, Father God, every church, Lord, across the globe, Father God, we cover, Lord, with the blood of the Lamb, Father God, every pastor, Lord, every leader, every elder across the globe, Father God. We cover them, Lord, with the blood of the Lamb from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet, Father God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in each church, for being with every pastor, every leader, every elder. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory, Lord, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Am